0: This week on The Uncommon Truth, we're talking about the true gospel and how easy it is to get misled by false
1: belief. Here's a little preview. The nutshell is the true gospel is all about selflessness, which is the very definition of love. It's good. Not the American version of love or the, not the definition of love of most people. The gospel's definition of love. That's what the gospel is about. The gospel of Jesus Christ is about it selflessness. Is right. It's about others, not you. The false gospel is about you.
0: Mm. You're listening to The Uncommon Truth, a podcast produced by the Father's House Church of Oroville, where we discuss Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. The Uncommon Truth is available anywhere podcasts can be found, so make sure you subscribe, leave a rating or a review, And let us know what you think so that more people can get involved with the conversation about Christianity the way Jesus meant it to be. Welcome to The Uncommon Truth. My name is Max, and as always, I'm joined by senior pastors of the Father's House Church, Steve and Vicki Orsillo. How's it going, guys? Good,
2: but you can't say always because last week... Stephanie Mumby came in uh, the chair, sat in the chair. She was phenomenal.
1: And and by the way, I'm doing awesome. (laughs) Okay. Just in case. Just for the record? (laughs)
0: Just for the the record. record. And who was first in ready Ready to Record today? Well, I was the
1: first Ready to Record. She was the first in.
2: You are a hair splitter.
1: Now, I was sitting over here
2: at the microphone, and you ate the taco I brought. I in, ate
1: the taco you brought, but it was you But then ate it was yours. Me. you did eat it. You, you ate, ate it lot slower. It was me. I was, was ready exactly how on time.
0: That taco went down.
2: My his, not my. Yeah, they his, picked his, on yeah. me
1: last week for being what, like thirty seconds late. And You're that, still late. Yeah. See. Yeah. So I was here sitting at the chair at one thirty.
2: Yeah, I don't have any visual. I didn't look at it. They, at know, they like to
1: pick on me though. So while you were away, I'm assuming you listened
0: to our episode with Steph. I did it was really I did. good did you find uh, anything besides the the content it was great content besides that just the audio clarity and everything did you notice anything yeah
2: i was thinking that um there was melodic
0: <laughs> nose whistling from <laughs> you and steve what does a nose whistle sound like it was it was steve? harmony
2: it was in harmony i noticed we're
1: in harmony <laughs> no i can't do it i don't know what you're talking a little about. bit
0: farther away from i, the I microphone. don't know what
1: you're talking about
0: well my my, little, uh, my Pop filter guard thing fell off. So yeah, I heard that. I heard, that. Been, I heard you that say might that. Might have been part of it. I
2: literally yeah. listened to the whole thing. Was really, really good. I was really it proud really was. of Stephanie, and even yeah. I was even proud of Steve. So that was really good. <laughs> even. even a rare, <laughs> a rare breed.
1: That was a rare one. Set last week's. Put a star on it.
2: I know it was amazing.
1: I made my wife proud.
0: That's good, and uh, with all the crazy things that have been happening this week, you guys are still. Still going strong.
2: Still crazy after yeah. all these years. Yeah. Well, you know, regardless of the madness of the American judicial system or, or electoral <laughs> college, um, right. we have come to to a real calmness regarding. It's all Jesus's anyway. So we rely, we on rely on nothing him. less. But we, we, you know, it is it is a little stressful. You yeah. know, the whole and we might not have a president for until 2022. Week. Who
1: knows? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We rely on nothing less than right. Jesus, Jesus' blood Christ. and righteousness. Yeah.
0: That's, That's good. A That's we, a pretty good segue. Um, because of all of this and and watching, I'm a news guy. I like to watch me the news. Too. I kind of feel like I'm not in the loop if I'm not watching the mm-hmm. news. And then I so- sometimes feel guilty because then I find myself getting a little bit Anxious? stressed out. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Steve um, does too. But that brought, me, brought to my mind, so maybe I'm not as um, peaceful... In times like this as I should expect myself to be. Yeah. Um, this is a big upheaval thing, but still I've, I would expect myself to be a little bit more peaceful and then I check myself and then then I can I can get that back a little bit, but um, I'm wondering if it points to maybe maybe we don't trust in Jesus as much as we good. need to or want to or even think we do, mm-hmm. right? So Today I wanted to ask you, I was reading in Galatians, I believe, Galatians, and actually there's another part in Corinthians where Paul's writing to these new believers, new churches, and he's warning them against believing in another gospel. And uh, I want to talk to you guys about that a little bit because it seems kind of like, well, why would I believe in another gospel? I know the gospel, Um, but yet I still find myself being stressed out during crazy news cycles, and all this stuff so um if i if i'm believing the correct gospel that probably shouldn't be happening Should that much. Peace so, so i wanted to take a look at seeing maybe maybe myself and other people like me have started to believe in or put our trust in other gospels things that aren't jesus so um start off i just want to ask what what the word gospel is what does it mean
1: it means literally good news is all The good news of Jesus Christ is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so the gospel of Jesus Christ is this incredibly beautiful offering from God that came from the most brutal murder and hideous-looking thing you've ever seen. So Mel Gibson's The Passion of the Christ really depicted the passion of the Christ, which means the suffering of the Christ. Mm -hmm. And so the suffering of the Christ finished up with the most beautiful good news ever known. So good that forgiveness of sins and righteousness as a breastplate, salvation as a helmet, the word of God become flesh and dwelt among us as a shield, and a, it's, I mean, as a sword, and, a, and faith in all of that is the, our shield against everything. And so what happened was Paul, this beautiful thing, he experienced it. And it's hard to believe as a, as a lifetime Jew, even a Pharisee, understanding this restrictions of being Jewish, like no other man, no one else. I mean, he claims that he's the Pharisee of Pharisees, mm-hmm. the Jew of Jews yeah. to have the revelation of grace and the gospel of Jesus Christ. What in the midst of his churches, he would lay, he would get people to receive it and they would find such freedom. And so he talked about the gospel that I taught you. Mm-hmm. The gospel that I told you about in Jesus Christ, this incredible good news, it is such good news. Yes. And so Paul took such perf- he took horribly personal offense when people perverted it, and the the most basic perversion was that they turned it into selfishness.
2: Hmm.
1: So that immediately in the nations he was preaching, uh, you know Rome, <coughs> Greece, the Greek Greek Isles, the Greek the eight. A- Asian world he was preaching this gospel and having phenomenal success and so were the other apostles that traveled I wish I could remember where they all went but I remember Thomas went to India and a couple of them went to Greece and a couple of them went to these other places like uh, not Pakistan Um, they went to other yeah they went to these other places and you know, if you read the martyrs, you see where they all died. They were out there having phenomenal time preaching the gospel of good news that God the Creator brought you grace wow. and forgiveness and righteousness and that you would follow Him. And immediately upstarted this movement, A Different Gospel. That's what he's talking about, A Different Gospel. was uh, Today we identify it as Gnosticism. And people say, I'm agnostic or I am... Uh, um, Atheist, but agnostic means I don't know. Mm -hmm. And gnostic means I do know. And so they created a special knowing revealed to them by the Holy Spirit that's different than the message of Jesus Christ. And Paul the Apostle took incredible offense at this. He was, and John the Apostle said really harsh things to this, like I wish you'd mutilate yourself, (laughs) you know, wish you'd just die. Because this perverting, taking this beautiful, incredible good news and perverting it into something that serves self. They decided they had a special knowing from the Holy Spirit that only the spirit is saved. And that whatever the body does doesn't affect the spirit. And so many people started to say, that's what Jesus brought us was the Holy Spirit living inside of us. The, the the, Son of God in the Holy Spirit comes back and lives in you and makes their home in you. And it's your spirit that's saved. Your, Your body is not saved. Therefore, your body can be with prostitutes. Your body can be drunk. Your body can do anything you want. And you're still saved. And Paul is telling them, he says it very specifically, if you're believing any other gospel, you are believing in vain. Mm-hmm. You will not be saved. But if you are believing the gospel that I taught you of surrender and submission to the good news of Jesus Christ, the plan of the new covenant to be saved and to have Jesus be your Lord. You're not Jewish. You're Gentile. But you get to have Jesus as your Lord. And you are. And if you're Jewish, you get to have Jesus as your Lord. And so he was angry and John was angry and, they, and they, they fought this tremendously. It's mostly what they talked about when they talked about if you live by the flesh or you live in sin, if okay. you continue in sin, they're talking about the battle against this new doctrine. Gnostic. And when you think about it today, Gnosticism is exactly what's prevalent in the church today. That um, it's funny, I was watching an episode of TV yesterday and this... Uh, this group of detectives, one of them is extremely committed to going to church all the time. And they pick on him all the time, you know. So he brings his girlfriend. And he, his defense is, I met her in church. You know, she's, <laughs> yeah. she's, she's, she might be a lawyer when you all don't like lawyers. But I met her in church. And then they talked about how they would moved in together. Mm. Mm. And, you know, it's, and then if scenes go to sex together. And it's just become so commonplace that that's what's assumed by everybody, that it doesn't matter what you do with your body. And that's the other gospel that so many people believe, that it doesn't matter what you do. Grace is grace, and it Mm -hmm. saves you, and your body perishes, and your spirit and your soul are saved and go to live eternally with God. So that's really what he's talking about.
2: I think too from from that that was really really good. From that is it springs up. Once saved, always saved, because it, um, the people I know, a lot of people I know who who practice that. Not everybody, but it's like it doesn't matter what I do because I'm saved. So it kind of goes hand in hand with um, being a Gnostic. It is very much Gnostic. Yeah. because it's like it, it's just I believe in Jesus and I live with my my boyfriend and we go get drunk and we I cheat and lie and but I know God mm-hmm. and I think. Um, if you read um, the New Testament, you, you know the new New Covenant. It's re- he really addresses that, like you guys are talking. Right. about. I read Galatians day too, and I think Paul said um, he's actually talking about the law and the grace, and he's talking about um, circumcised set and uncircumcised. But he basically said, if you believe any other gospel, you're you're cursed or a cursed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like we really need to know what the gospel of the good news is. Therefore, you should probably read the author of the Gospel of the Good News, which is Jesus Christ, and then, of course, his um, lovely disciples and apostles. And we just don't. Um, I meet with people all the time who just have some kind of form of their own religion. And I'm like, when you read Jesus in context, you're like, that doesn't make sense at all. It's confusing. And we have a guy right now struggling. You know, his parents are once saved, always saved – has some siblings who are out there, now he's kind of out there, and the struggle with reading just Jesus and, and just acting upon it, and understand, and thinking that doesn't matter what I do, I can just go out and live like this, and I'm still saved. So there's a real explosion when the two come together. Yeah. A lot of people come to the Father's house and they believe once saved, always saved. And sometimes, a lot of times, those people that are saved, once once saved, always saved, they live, they live, they live really well. They live for Jesus. Usually, in our opinion, and our history, when you have a once-saved, always-saved gospel, it's because your children are not serving Jesus. Hmm. They're out there. So you can't say that they probably aren't going to go to heaven because— It weighs on
0: your conscience. Correct. Because cause, yeah,
2: cause you, you don't know. Yeah, that's right. So you make this whole thing about you know, once-saved, always-saved.
1: He's going to heaven no matter what he does. He's going, and, I think and, they, and so the word once-saved, always-saved, I want to make it real clear. We believe in once-saved, always-saved it's a philosophy called once saved always that's saved good. we don't believe in right okay i believe once you're saved you are always saved because you would never no one what what the apostle said was no one who is actually met the lord and been saved would yeah, ever turn back. back like that good. and in and in fact if they did turn back then they were never really saved. there in the first place that's i believe it's john I could be wrong but i think it's john that said that and it's really Important for people not to just turn off because we use the term sure. once okay. saved, always saved. We really do believe nothing can take my salvation.
2: I can give it. What though. we
1: do believe is I can give it away. Mm-hmm. I can choose not to walk with him. Mm-hmm. And so I can say, I love this, but I want that. Demas in love with the world has chosen to go back to the world. Right. And so... I find it hard to believe anybody who's ever met Jesus and felt the forgiveness and felt the grace and really truly had that touch of God mm-hmm. in their heart that comes for this good, this good news landed on their heart and was revealed to them. I can't believe they would walk away. I know that I have never walked away. I have never backslid. Vicki has never backslid, not since the day we met him. And we would not my assurance of salvation how i know i will be saved forever is that i know i will always love him
2: and we try not to make an excuse for sinning yeah you we know, never do if we if we've sinned then we we, we confess for He's faithful and just yeah. to forgive our sins we don't give an excuse because he will forgive us to just continue to go on sinning we're repentant mm-hmm. you know sometimes it takes a minute but you, you, you eventually get there
0: yeah so it seemed like in in this Galatians verse, and even when I looked up something similar in Corinthians, it seemed like Paul was writing to them, and he was surprised, like, hey, when I left you, you guys were super excited Mm -hmm. about this good news, Mm -hmm. this gospel that I left you with. And uh, it didn't seem like it was that long later that they had heard this other gospel, and not that it really is good news, but they started trusting in this other thing. And it just struck me that it's that easy for us to we're surrounded by the world all the time
2: and the cares of the world right like you just talked about you know the election cycle and I know that for us if we sit there and watch um a news outlet we just get really anxious it just mm-hmm. it's just so easy to, to rob you from your peace and take you from the you know just drift away I often use the analogy of you know you you have a you have a, a boat right next to the dock and but you don't tie it up and all of a sudden, you're in the middle of the lake. You have no idea how you got there because the day by day by day, you're just in the middle of the lake. And there's so many things that can take us from the gospel. And even if we focus on it, you know, Nathan Taylor last night had a great message about, you know, putting your your hope in the fit fa- your in your hope and faith in your flesh. No, we need to be our hope and our f- our hope and our faith is in our spirit and spiritual things. When we look at our flesh, we can easily be taken away from the gospel and the good news and the peace and all the thing. Peace that passes Mm -hmm. understanding, because the world right now is just so statically, static and chaotic and scary. It's so scary. Twenty twenty has been so scary, and we can be fearful. And the Lord says that's that's a sin. Yeah.
1: The nutshell is the true gospel is all about self. Lessness, mm. which is the very definition of love. It's good. Not the American version of love, or the, not the definition of love of most people. The gospel's definition of love—that's what the gospel is about. The gospel of Jesus Christ the is about news. self-lessness. Right. It's about others, not you. The false gospel is about you,
0: mm.
1: and that's a hundred percent. The only thing about you that the true gospel is is about your need to trust him believe in him follow him stay with him to give you to him the false gospel is about you to fix you bless you save you mm-hmm. make you, you know, rich um, make you rich make you happy Successful. make you peaceful all of those things are promised in the true gospel to those who sacrifice surrender and follow mm. and love mostly above all love
2: love like he's loved
1: Love as we have been loved. Right. Yes. Yeah. Anyway,
2: Christ.
0: So, what are some of the things that the world wants us to trust in uh, to to save us?
2: Well, there's obviously there's politics.
1: Politics. Yeah. Um, That feels like a big one. right There's
2: right and left, and you know, there's that. There in in America, I don't know about other countries, but we're very polarized, and there's so much hate going on. There's um, there's education, Mm -hmm. universities. We've talked about that before. There is um, money, success, your family. Putting your family first. Um, there's recreation. There's sports. You know, your there's, nation. That we'll again. Your nation. Your nation. Your your patriotism. You know, our patriotism in America. You know, it's you saw it. You saw it on full display for um, the world to see just this week. Yep. And um, that's not going to save us. And and we, and you know, you and I, t- you talked about the, you know the elections and stuff, and the, and we get we get kind of. Bought into that, Mm. we get bought bought into one one side or the other is is more Christian than the other, you know. But the truth is, it's our hope is only in Jesus Christ. Hope our hope is not in money. Our hope is not in education. Our hope is not in in success or happiness. It's only found in Jesus. I Mm. hope that answers that question.
0: Yeah, can you think of anything else that Steve that we are or the world is trying to get us to trust in? to just put our, our trust and our faith in besides jesus ourselves Things that would be they're trying other. to teach
1: you that they're, they're teaching all these kids that whatever they dream in they can have yeah, too. and and whatever they put their mind to mm-hmm. they can have if you know that you know they can they can decide everything for themselves and they can take care of themselves and they're telling them that and it's just not true they can't jesus so,
2: yeah and i i think too i think just a self-sufficient pre- the practical part of, of this of your generation is telling the children that they can have they can be whatever they want to be. Well, the truth is, you're not. There's very few people that are going to be presidents or, you know, astronauts or you know. It's it's like we have now made it all about our children. Um, you know. Um, I, I put a meme on my, on my Facebook or my Instagram. It's like, in 1975, we were in the back of a pickup truck, no seatbelts, you know, just this was a childhood. Now, your generation, you want to bubble, want to bubble wrap them yeah. because, you know, like, oh my gosh, it's so, so, so scary. So I think, it, you know, a lot of times um, we just make it about our children and being, up aw- because we didn't get it maybe when we were kids. So we're going to make sure that that's going to be our God, basically, our mm. children correct Yep. yeah
0: so it seems like there's just a lot of things that are vying for our attention 100 percent. so if if your boat's not tied up and and even if you're you kind of like oh well nothing big happened mm-hmm. nothing like i haven't read any books and decided to follow this different teaching or anything you can find yourself pretty far from actually trusting in jesus and to the point where you look out and you're like,
2: where am, where I, am I at? <laughs> right. And, I, you know, and I, I just don't want to give the assumption that we have this together. No. Because Steve and I do not have this together. Today, you know, this, this morning, we're just a reminder. You know, he came out and said something, and I'm like, you know, it's about our spirit. It's about, you know, our relationship with Jesus. It's not about our flesh. And and so quickly we can we can be out in the middle of the lake too. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you just that's what's so good about listening and study to show yourself approved and listening to people who are talking about Jesus, reading Jesus, because the world is very, very strong. It's very, mm-hmm. very lucrative. I'm, so not,
1: I'm not sure how well we discuss, discuss government being your daddy, you know, taking care oh, of yeah. you. Mm. That's the one they really want you to believe yeah, in, true. that the government can take care of you. Government can solve all the issues. She said politics, but it's the government is going to take care of you. And and, cradle and the grave it's just not true yeah it's just not true
2: it's like if you just could just read Jesus and just believe him and believe his words at face value and try to live his words and not re- and turn off all the noise i guess you know, listening to that election cycle, man, it just they just prognosticate and prognosticate and talk yeah. and talk. Well, that, yeah,
0: that was the hardest thing for uh, me. It's like, uh, oh, well, good, it'll finally be over. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. They, either way, it's going to be yeah, over. Yeah, and I so now, like just, I said, it's going to be not really t- t- telling the truth. And either. nobody knows yeah. the
2: truth, and it's like they just, everybody's just guessing. And so it's just turning off all the no- – for instance, all the noise. Turn off all the – for first season, just turn off all the – even us i mean turn off all the noise mm-hmm. that doesn't point you to jesus
0: well don't turn us, don't us off. Turn off
2: turn us off yeah. but i'm for yeah, instance we're, we're the
0: uncommon truth <laughs> so <can> <laughs> just
2: kidding i'm sure tr- but you know just read jesus listen to jesus God, um, listen to people who are just talking about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus points you to the way, the truth and the life. He point he says he's going to give you a p- perfect peace. He tells you you don't have to struggle, you don't have to worry, you don't have to stress, you don't nothing's a big deal and we everything to us is a big deal. Mm. and I'm talking about me, you yeah. know so yeah.
1: yep
0: so I started off by saying I can I can see this as being a little bit of an issue for me because I'm starting to lose my peace over yeah. things like the election or I start, I start thinking of when, are, how are we going to have huh, money for this or right. time for this or whatever, and it gets me stirred up. Uh, what are some ways that our listeners can tell if they're starting to that drift away from the good news, the real good news?
2: Well, just like you said, you just start getting um, stressed inside. Anxiety is a sin. Stress is a sin because you're not have you're not believing Jesus. So you just saying, "Oh my gosh, I feel real anxious. I feel real stressed." Um, you know, you just stop and say, "I renounce and reject that." Steve and I have put that in, into our life where he, for him more than me, because he, he has so many thoughts in his head all the time. And all so my many thoughts details come, going on. And all my yeah. thoughts come right out, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really retain a lot yeah. of the, yep. <laughs> what I think I say. <laughs> um, so we will just stop and say, I renounce and reject the stress. Hmm. And Holy Spirit, I give you permission to bring back my peace. And 100% of the time, it, it does come back, if you're willing. Sometimes you're mad for a second, and it takes you a second to get there, you know? Yeah. However, I think, don't. would you agree with that, that that really is a good thing to do yep. in your life? Yeah. Yeah. How often yeah. you're stressed?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the real key is that we dare not trust in nothing less than the blood of Jesus there you and go. his righteousness. Hmm. That his name... So how do you know? It's so easy if you'll be honest. Are you trusting in, Jesus. in anything but Jesus? So the wrong guy wins an election, the wrong get thing gets voted in. Oh no, we're doomed. Yeah. Hmm. So it feels and like we, sometimes we want to cloister back and cover up. That's right. And Dr. the Pepper. wisdom the wisdom, you know, to know what to do is available to him who has his eyes on the prize who has his eyes on the narrow door, the narrow way, the truth and the life, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. listens and acts upon what he hears. It's what do you trust in?
2: It's so good.
1: And so it's freaky. We hear of wars and rumors of wars. Mm-hmm. And yes, there will be blood. There will be danger. We hear of riots in the streets. And it's like, oh, no, the, the sky is falling. What is it we're trusting in? I can't tell you how many young people I have helped come out of the gutter only to have them face a family member and usually a parent who says, when are you going to go to work and get a job? And they leave and get a job. And they're back in the gutter in 15 minutes. Yeah. Because what they were valuing, what makes you a real person, what makes you responsible, what is going to prove your adulthood or your success is if you go get a job now you've been completely dysfunctional on how to handle life and you've been here a month and come out of the gutter and all of a sudden you're doing well someone says hey you're doing well now get to work it's like well it took them 35 years to get to this miserable point That's good. and you think in a month they're all ready to go just jump in and they're successful because they have a job they're successful because they have benefits hmm. when They weren't lacking for a single thing when they were in that place that you talked them out of. And it's hard to believe how many destructions of people around in here. Because we we work with some people with destroyed lives. And we help many of them recover their lives. uh, And a good portion of those go right back to, to the hog pens of life. And it's usually a loved one telling them what to value. You should go back to school. they comes say, "I want to go to school and be a counselor mm-hmm. and and you know they they do, and even one that graduated one of them actually graduated from school as a counselor and ended up beat half to death by a man because her problems with men are legendary, and we had her, you know, but someone said, "You need to get educated so you can take care of yourself well. You were here, and you were being taken care of, and you were learning. Learning to trust in Jesus. Learning mm-hmm. to trust in Jesus, learning to how to manage and find out what to do. Where is he leading you? Was it him that led you for education? There I don't think so, because the results were it destroyed you. Hmm. Couldn't have been him. And so that's really, uh, well, I guess it's a burden under my saddle, I guess. I don't, mm. I don't know. But... People, The values people have are not, am I trusting in anything less than the blood of Jesus and his righteousness? The cross, the words of Jesus Christ, what is he saying? Someone says, I want to go get an education. I I think I need to finish my education. I'll get my master's. They always have a positive answer from me as long as the the plan we have is to keep them in a transitional living that keeps them learning the truth and gradually going out to do these things as a person who follows Jesus Mm -hmm. because they've already so well practiced at not following Jesus. And so the world will get them in a hurry. If they don't stay tied to hearing the words of Jesus and acting upon them, sometimes acting upon Jesus' words, it takes a little bit of time to learn how to do. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's some it's some heavy-duty stuff. And well, it's so upside down, right? Yeah, no upside yeah. Down it's not, yeah. It's not what the world's teaching, right? Yeah. So I believe that if, if we just look at the true gospel, we'll always be selfless, and the false gospel— Will always be selfish. Wow. And when someone comes to me, and a young man did recently, I feel led to go uh, finish my doc, become a doc, go to med school. That's what I felt God told me a long time ago. And I said, okay, so what's he telling you now? I feel like that's what I feel like he's leading me to do. And I go, well, that's great. You know what he wants. He said, yeah, but I, I can't. I'll be destroyed.
0: <laughs>
1: so then why, why would you go? Because I want to follow him Aww. and he has a plan for my life to help people. You see how much selflessness is in that? I'm not trying to go be prestigious as a medical doctor. I'm not going to make big money that medical doctors look make. I'm going to follow Jesus, and this is his calling in my life, and I need help. Hmm. I want to make it to through the PhD program, so the doctor program, and be licensed physicians so that I can help people, so I can come back and help with, with his education and these skills – the poor. And so it's like, you now you see, I can see Jesus in that one. Mm-hmm. That's good. Now le- that doesn't mean it's Jesus. Let's pray. Let's make sure you're hearing right. And the other thing is he's submitting it to me as pastors saying, would you pray and see what God's saying to you about my life? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. The difference when someone says, I want to get my counsel. I want to get on with my education. I'll do something with my life. One guy says, I'm not getting anywhere. I don't like to see you were a drug addict a hopeless drug addict who continually found his girlfriends in bed with other men, went to prison San Quentin six times. You went back to San Quentin six times. One of the most miserable prisons on earth. Six times you did long stints in San Quentin. Here you're leading men doing good, laughing every day, lacking for nothing. You drive a truck, you eat, you never miss a meal. You're happy as heck. Helping others be happy, what? Where is it you were trying to get? Yeah. And today, as you see him. He's he's tore up. He's miserable. He's a homeless man with full of just a total, totally back in his addiction. Mm-hmm. Stayed with us long enough to get off parole, get off everything. So his, his hook back to San Quentin. We really, you know, we really helped him because uh, he doesn't have to go there all the time anymore. But it's just so sad when they come to you and they tell you this plan that is 100% selfish and you know it's a gospel taught to them by someone else. Someone else influenced them with his gospel. And I remember the verse of Paul. If you are following any other plan but the one I taught you, the grace of Jesus Christ through Mm -hmm. the blood of the cross and the righteousness of Jesus Christ through his teachings and acting upon his teaching of being selfless, not selfish you're going to be great. But if any plan, when you hope without the Lord, you're going to hope again. Mm -hmm. When you plan without the Lord, you're going to plan again. And if you can't hear his voice, come ask somebody who can, that is also got the fruit of selflessness in their life. Because you'll ask one guy and he's selfish and he'll he'll want you to serve him or use you for his, right? Use you for his benefit. But you look for someone with a fruit of selflessness that can hear the Lord, and He will help you hear the Lord. And and the only and, and the litmus test of it is is it selfless? Then it could then it could qualify to be the gospel of Jesus Christ. If is it selfish? Then it's probably not.
2: I think that's that's such a really incredible definition of of um, gospel. Two different gospels. Yeah, is it selfish or self is selfless? I think that's you know that that just clarifies it for me you know the gospel of jesus you look at jesus he was so unselfish mm-hmm. and and gave his gave everything gave his life and and uh it's really really good and we and we hear and and the father's house we see this often where people are taken out because of selfishness and i i think sometimes um some of our viewers might you know like steve told st- a story about the one guy who came to him about the uh, school from medical school and sometimes we're afraid to go to our leaders because we lead selfishly. So we don't want to let our, our people go like to med school because we're losing them. Mm. And so then we don't ask you know, because we don't trust the answer. We don't trust that they will be selfless. I think the leader should be selfless. The, the people who come to our church are not our people. They're not ours. Their God has brought them to us and will father and mother them, but as as I think for I think there's a real epidemic, don't you, that people will come and say, you know, um, they'll come. Lots of times they'll come back, they'll come to us after they've already decided, and yeah. say, hey, um, the Lord told me to do this, this. is what I'm gonna do. And we go, okay, you know, because that they really didn't ask us to pray.
1: No. And but
2: a lot, most of the time, people won't ask us to pray because they're worried that we're gonna say, no, you need to stay here.
1: Yeah, they won't get what they want.
2: They won't get what they yeah. want. Or you know, and and we we will definitely release people. You know, as pastors, we have heard um, many times that it's time for people to go. And even with Luke over there sitting there, you know, we weren't sure, but we blessed him. And then we, you know, I, I had heard, but Steve hadn't heard, and he just blessed him to go because Luke did it correctly. Yeah, he 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 Luke's did it very unselfish. For those who don't know, say again.
0: Luke's our producer Yeah. For
2: those who and don't he's know. sitting on the couch right there looking Hi, at me. Luke. Yeah. Hi Luke. So, he's trying to he's I gigantic. think he's a, playing
1: video games.
2: It's so he plays Star Wars. Star, um, <laughs> I think it's really important that the message, the gospel is selflessness. And if you listen to any other gospel and it's selfishness, you're it's, you, you need to you're in a, you're in a, you're going to I can't think of it.
1: Self-serving.
2: <laughs> you're gonna you're self gonna again. again. You're gonna you're gonna look again. Yeah, you <laughs> you will be starting <laughs> over, or you'll oh boy, lose your there faith. There's a yeah. white white
1: faith page. in those gospels is why so many people. You got a, a ministry school. We, we we know of several ministry schools in the world, and some of them are huge, and they have people go there, bright-eyed believing. Nobody goes there not believing, mm-hmm. and it's a gospel of selfishness. About bless me, God, and and I three of three or four that I know are that way. And what's amazing is uh, how many of those people lose their faith and don't even follow the Lord. They're no longer Judeo Christians. They're not even they don't even go to church. They don't believe in God anymore. They don't follow Jesus. And it's like that's be that's just the natural end because that gospel does not fulfill so good we have had fires and death and we've had little ones die and big ones die we've had so many betrayals and so many uh, bad things and we've also had so many good
2: things absolutely
1: beyond your imagination good We, we pinch ourselves how does this work out this well that's right because we do not curse God and die. We do not shake our fist at him. We say, owes us nothing. you owe us nothing. We deserve nothing. We owe you everything. And we love you to the end, to the last day, to the finish line. We love you. And it is you, our Lord. And we don't understand these things, but we believe in you mm-hmm. and all things work together for good for those who love him. And we're going to stick with you for the outcome that you promised And we we just walk in this victory in this in this blessing. We pinch. It's almost like you've
0: believed the real good news.
1: Yeah. Yeah, The we have (laughs) we have good news for those listening. We're happy. It's the love of Jesus Christ. It is relationship with Jesus Christ. It's that still small voice. And last night I heard a father yell like really like sharp and loud at his one and a half year old son just running into the street. Mm -hmm. That kid froze. Yeah. Heard his father's voice. And we have that in our life. We have God willing to yell at us. Stop. Yeah. We freeze. And we turn back. Okay, that wasn't the right way. And then his still small voice that says, not that way, this That's way. Right. Mm-hmm. And we go and we listen and we follow. That's the gospel of truth that we're not following him to get what he has. Mm. We're following him to give our lives to him, mm. to serve him. We don't give to receive. We give to give. It's the way we are, and it's the gospel of Jesus Christ. He just gave. Come unto me. Bring your burdens. I will do these things for you. But when you enter a room, take the low seat, not the chief seat. When When you loan, expect no payment in return. Don't even the heathens do those things? Shouldn't we be different living under grace? It's just an amazing life, this Christian life. It's in this gospel of Jesus Christ. You know it's true because the fruit that grows on it. If you will grow and be the branch connected and abiding in the vine, Jesus Christ, if you will abide in him and be connected to him, you will be a branch that bears fruit. And when you have too much fruit, which we've had in our life, we've had more than we can handle. The father lifts up your branch and supports it, gives it air, brings it food, nourishes it and allows it to bear even more fruit and not just any fruit, the best fruit, which is fruit that that remains. Mm. And it's awesome. This is, I I don't know how anybody gets through life without two things, a relationship with Jesus and a church that loves one another that serves I said that when my house burned down. They were all asking me, what are you doing? You know, I'm really talented at building and and planning and, and projects. And and there was just the giftedness that I know what to do. But it's still there's still a trauma. There's still PTSD. You're still walking around like you bumped off a wall. <laughs> and people asked me, what I said what's the, what what are you going to do? And I said I'm going to trust in the Lord and I'm going to trust in my church. They're going to take care of me. That's right. And we can tell you now, it's been three years since that fire. Our church took care of us. They carried us. Our brothers and sisters, our sons and daughters, spiritual sons and daughters, they carried us. When we couldn't, they carried us. That's the good news. That's the fruit of the gospel. We didn't ask them to either. They just did it. We didn't have to ask. It was a selfless, amazing church we live in. I don't know how people do it without a great church. But it's not but but if you find let me just give you this advice if you're listening. If you find the perfect church and you've been looking and you keep finding what's wrong with church, what, what you're looking for is a church that you can go to and give your life to. That's right. One that not one that feeds you, one you can feed. Hmm. Not one that blesses you, one you can bless. Ask not what the Lord can do for you, but instead ask what you can do for the Lord. Right. And and find a place where you can serve. It's not that easy in today's age. There's a lot of professionalism. But if you find a church that you can work alongside somebody and you can go and do, you know, do free stuff and serve people and love people and help people. You'll be exhausted, but you'll feel good. You'll sit there in your lounge chair exhausted saying, man, life is good. Hmm. Someone asked me, don't you get tired? I said, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> then why? World. I said, I want my love to look like something. When I say I love Jesus, those are just words. But I also say, help me make my actions be louder than my words. That's good. And I want to love people. I want to love the world because I, my nature is not to love people or love the world. I easily can just not like anybody and go shut my door. I can spend the rest of my life in my house, you know, Mm -hmm. my yard, lock the gate. But no, that's not what I want. That's what my personality says I'm like, but I don't, I'm not a slave to that. I want to serve Jesus and it's him. It's the good news of the gospel in my life. It's the Jesus, the Holy Spirit living in my heart, the Father and the Holy Spirit making their home in me in the name of Jesus. This is what makes life good. And that's I love, I mean, I work my butt off building building this huge thing. My kids have left home. Mickey's going, this is a huge patio. I said, yeah, for those crowds of a hundred we have at our house all the time. Plus the people that are constantly going to use the pool and and it's just and it's mm-hmm. been this constant parade of people at our house. We love it. We just love it. We, we come and enjoy what the Lord has built for you. We just get to live here. We're caretakers of what He built for you. Come and come and enjoy. It's all back to selflessness, right? Back, all back. It's, it's, a, it's the only subject there is. I mean, it's a broken record. Give your life away. Give your Serve life the away. Lord. Surrender and submit to selflessness.
2: It just it, it, it just really is the fountain of youth um, spiritually. It, it, you know, just... When you give you when you give you'll receive and it's Je- it's jesus example all the way through the new testament he just gave freely he just gave and gave and gave gave mercy and forgiveness and food and clothing and you know and wisdom and revelation and he even gave rebukes and discipline you know and it it just I, I like i've been i've been a christian 41 years and i'm just i'm not burned out at all i just am getting more i think i'm getting more and more steam behind me yeah as you give if you give more and become less selfish that's what it's about is just i want to become less selfish today mm-hmm. because i'm really selfish and every day say you know what i i'm i'm getting a little bit more chipping off of me a little bit more chipping off of me because rome wasn't built in a day and neither was vicky you know <laughs> vicky was destroyed you know over many years and and um and you know, I, I'd like to say I'm perfect and I never get angry or never get selfish. It's not, just not true. But it's like I'm so excited every day to come and give my life away. So I was talking to some some of the ladies at church last night. If you come to the Father's house on a Wednesday or a Sunday, it's like a party. Yeah. Everybody's so glad to be there. It's that one of the ladies my age, which is over forty, um, said, look, "Look, look, you just feel the excitement." That we're all together on a Wednesday night at 6 o'clock, and, you know, it's dark now. Um, And it's just because we just, we're starting to get it. We're starting to, the truth has set us free. We're being free because it's just not, Christianity is not a spectator sport. You don't come and go listen to a motivational speaker, and then you go home and do what you're supposed to do. You just do do life, and then on Wednesday you come and listen to a motivational speaker, and then do life. You just do regular life. No, it's that Jesus's word just transforms us. In and in in when you read Jesus in context, which we do at the Father's house, it's like. Every, every sermon, every line that he writes is so deep, and it makes me want to repent And because you know, I'm convicted because I'm just not at the same level as Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not ready to go across that finish line yet, but I, I'm going to sprint across that finish line. Whenever my days are over, I hope th- the one thing people say about me is, you know, she just loved Jesus and gave her life away. Mm. I hope they have many stories about how I affected their life.
1: That's showed him like, Jesus. Yeah. That's that's yeah.
2: that's my total goal in life is that that I would make Jesus famous.
1: The recognition of the fruit. Yeah. People would recognize. Yeah. She has good fruit. Because
2: we've had we've had lots of things and lots of money and lot, done lots of things, and it, it's great. I love it. It's fun. But boy, this is there's just nothing like the pure gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, and that you start freely it was given and freely I give. Hmm. It's so impacting to my life. I'm so free.
1: Amen.
0: That's good. That's a good place to start. Um, what I hear you saying is when I'm getting, when I'm starting to feel, man, I'm I'm stressed out or I'm I'm starting to uh, be worried about how much of my time is taken or yeah. how much of my money I'm spending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's more about. If I think about what Jesus gave to me, wow, then none of that stuff matters, right? Because he he gave everything, everything, and uh, and if he gave everything, then I can give something, something. Right? Yeah. I can give more than I'm giving now.
2: And every and day tomorrow, he so- I can yeah. give
0: more than I gave yesterday, and exactly. uh, and that you know, in the selfish gospel, that's like, man, I got to give more tomorrow. But in the in the good news, it's like he actually gave me more to give back to him, that's right? Amazing. That's right.
2: really amazing. I yeah. get
1: to do more tomorrow that's That's, what we say we get to work for the lord
2: great revelation for you max it's a great revelation for everybody
1: i just got to walk it out oh it's
2: yeah work out your salvation with fear and trembling
1: it starts with i'm owed nothing i deserve deserve nothing nothing. i owe him everything and i get to work for him
2: that's right Mm. amen not
1: everybody does i do yeah you do I we do. do. Vicky does. We do. Luke does. We get to work for him. And it's like, this is like, wow.
2: And it's the happiest mm-hmm. people I've ever met in my whole yeah. life.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's like part would of your career. Do you agree church. with that? Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah. We're, we're, we're like, we're in the midst of this huge, you're in the midst of this huge project. Like, yeah. if we told people, it would be like unbelievable. And everybody's pretty happy. And there's not a lot of stress going on. Mm-hmm. And we're excited just to, to, everything we do, there's a happiness and there's a joy. Uh, unspeakable a joy that comes from doing the things yeah. that God's yep. called us
1: to do. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a good place to wrap up. I just want to add, if if you're listening to this and it sounds like, man, I have no idea how I'd ever take that step. Yeah. Or that, that sounds easy, but it just feels like it'd be really hard. It is hard. Um, <laughs> yes, that's true. It is hard, but <laughs> there's a place that you can come, um, whether you can come here for six months for our School of Transformation, which starts in March, or if you can give some time. Um, Starting also in March is our School of Transformation Light uh, Module One Foundations course, which is uh, kind of a, uh, I guess it's an abroad school. So it's an online school. You can take it um, in person or online. And uh, both those are starting again in March. So uh, that's a really good There's also an
2: inspiration conference coming up.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll have we'll talk a, about a, that man, more. so many things going yeah. on that we get to do for We're Jesus. We're
1: also on YouTube, podcasts. <laughs> our Sunday sermons are on. on yeah. Our Wednesday, the pastors that speak on Wednesdays are on. There's just so much Information. you can just start assimilating because yeah. you got so much stuff in your head, so much stuff, and, and there's so much confusion. And really, it's the words of Jesus being acted upon, being taught to you, um, that are really going to start to... Clear the cobwebs and clear the confusion. Yep, and that's
0: that's what happened to me. I came here for one one church service because of a wedding, and I just started listening to the sermons on uh, yourself on Sundays and Jordy, and then other people on Wednesday nights and. Thought oh I gotta get there and, and start doing my part two and now it's almost two and a half years later and here it. we are. I two and you. a half,
1: it's been awesome. Yep. Yeah, and
0: 70, 75 episodes of the unconscious me and Vicky so,
1: well. love you, Max, and we, we are so, you, proud of you. Wow. We're so proud of you. We, we are so proud of what you're doing here. I could
2: have sent you anywhere. Well
0: I couldn't yeah. couldn't do without you guys. We
1: love oh, you. Wow. So, we couldn't do this without you.
0: Thanks yeah. for thanks for teaching me the proper gospel <laughs> and uh keeping pounding it into my head.
1: Let's go, baby.
2: Let's keep going.
0: Let's go. We're going to go hang out, and you guys can catch us next week uh, on The Uncommon Truth. God bless y'all. All right.